Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice. It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking, or if you are experiencing extreme psychological distress. Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer and the Great Mountain podcast. The paradox of social media. The paradox of social media. Our topic today on the Drummer and the Great Mountain podcast. Welcome again, once again. For those of you new to us, we welcome you in. We hope you're enjoying what you're hearing. For those who have been with us for a long time and giving us just some beautiful, beautiful, wonderful, heartfelt reviews. Um, we've had some new ones on iTunes. I can't tell you how appreciative we are of that. And uh, with that, as always, on a Saturday morning, I bring in my good friend, the author of The Drummer in the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Michael, how are you? Doing great. Doing great. Good to be with you again on, yes. uh, bright and early on Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, off of a crazy week and we want to get right into it because that's that's partly why we got inspired to do this yeah there's a paradox to to social media especially in 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 times like these yeah. um it has been a very no politics involved just straight facts yeah. it has been 
for all of us, a very scary, a very yeah. mind numbing week um, here in America. I mean, yeah. the world has its things going on, but let's face it, in America after July 4th, things got a little bit crazy this week, beyond a little crazy. Yeah. I think it's surreal. I think it's surreal for people of all generations. It's crazy for our parents. It's crazy for those of us in our 40s. It's, I've been talking to some young people. They're worried. They're scared. They don't know what to think. But how does this all relate? How does this all relate to who we are as hunter types? Again, knowing that this is a wiring and we're trying to transform ourselves to be the best of who we can be. There is this paradox, sorry to use that word again, but this is very important to social media because in a week like this, a lot of us get our information now in this day and age, 15 years ago at this time, crazy things were happening too, but we would have to wait for the news or we'd wait for that breaking news response or we'd call. Now we get instant information. Now, let's relate it to the hunter type. Why is this a paradox, Michael? Why is this both a, a good thing socially, but why is this can be a, a negative thing which we have to be careful for when we're a hunter type with our wiring? Yes, yes. Um, concur that this has been a crazy few weeks. And I know our people in Europe went through Brexit and that whole mm -hmm. journey. And so... Um, yeah, I mean, really it, what it boils down to is I, I, as we were talking about this off air, um, in some ways, social media is, um, sits like food or anything else where there's, there's a, a healthy engagement with it and an, an unhealthy engagement with it. Um, and the, I think just as we were talking, I mean, we can go down the list of the, the potential challenges and traps of social media for us hunter types. And I think the big one is it's, it can, it just turns into an addiction. It's addiction. It, it can be obsessive. And yet I don't know how many people actually go deeper into like, well, why is that? Why is it obsessive? Why, why do you get addicted? And, uh, part of it is like from, from a classic sense of an addiction, it's something that you, you, if you're consciously wanting to stop doing it and you can't do it, you can't disengage, then technically it falls into the realm of something that's addictive because you can't, many of us have, especially after this week are like, okay, I need to just unplug. And yet we can't, we're like, we have to find out what's going on and what this, and then if I shared something, did, did someone else respond to that? And that loop of stimuli is really what gets us hunter types. That's, mm. that's the thing. But not only let's, I mean, the other things are, you know, regardless of the week we just had, uh, it can be an immense time suck where we're like, we're just constantly passively and it f fills the same hole that TV did for such a long time. It pulls us into a passive calming potentially experience. Uh, and yet there's other things we could have been doing mm -hmm. that may have been much more beneficial, whether we're at work or at, we're at home. And, um, so there's that piece, uh, the other piece is that it can affect your sleep because you're staring at a phone at night and uh, to your brain, that's the sun, the sun, your brain. I've heard uh, scientists talk about this. Your brain sees the screen, the LCD screen and associates it with light and it's still sunny outside. It's still, we should still be awake. And so it throws our circadian rhythm off. Uh, so, I mean, just those pieces alone are, are huge um, detriments 
that regardless of what kind of information we're getting or we're putting out through social media, uh, these are things to be very much aware of. And if I may, Michael, those yes. those hit on, I mean, just the first few things you've, you've hit on. For us hunter types, for us with this wiring, those right there are things that can, can we're tr it, it's the very things we're trying to transform. I mean, you said it can affect your sleep. Um, you, you said there's, there's an addiction to it. These are things we deal with. Pretend there's no social media. You're a hunter type, you're wired this way. There are chapters in your book about addiction, about the importance yeah. of sleep and especially a schedule. Yeah. Now you're talking about something that can throw all of that off. So I think, correct me if I'm wrong, where this comes into play, why this is such an interesting topic to bring up at a time like this is because, you know, sometimes we talk about stuff on here that's for the person that's kind of getting on the transformational path. And then yeah. sometimes we talk about things for hunter types who are need to maintain that maintenance mode. This affects all of us. Yeah. Whether you're in the beginning or you're three years in and you've read Michael's book or another book, whatever it is that's helped you transform, this is one of those things that can make you go backwards. I mean, the first two things you mentioned are addiction and sleep. And if yeah. social media can affect that, that's not good. Yeah, exactly. And, and so the other pieces are that it can give you a false sense of social life. And I think that's a huge piece, especially people who have social anxieties, which is many of us hunter types where, where it's, it's oh, okay. I don't have to reach out to that person or go spend some time with them because I'm connecting with them on social media. No, it doesn't work that way. It's actually giving you a false sense. So it actually in a strange way can lead to loneliness and isolation mm. because we're getting a kind of a fake social need met through Facebook, through Twitter, whatever else. And yet we're not actually engaging. And I'd say that's more important. I think when you're younger, it's you're usually out in the world a bit more. Typically, as you get older, it's every old anyone over 30 has said the same thing to me that it gets harder to go out and make friends and make connections when you get older. It's just it's somehow it's just in our wiring to like nest and have family. And, uh, and yet those social meets don't always get met in the same way. Um, and then again, going back like overstimulation with news and charged material. I mean, this is the, that's the cycle. That's why the news is that addictive, like the most, the biggest events are always what get reported and anything else in the world that may be positive or, support it doesn't have the same charge and so it gets put on the back burner when they're sifting through what news articles and obviously this week there were some very important ones that were brought to the forefront but nonetheless this process creates like when you're engaged with social media you are on the hunt nonstop without a break like you are in that mode as you're going through and taking in stimulation after stimulation and, and we'll, again you know we'll go into in later in the podcast like what's going on in the brain and then also what we can do to to shift some of these patterns the part you mentioned about charged material and, and like you said maybe we'll we'll get into this just deeper about what's happening but i just want to say on the surface in a week like this Ladies and gentlemen, my friends, guilty as charged here, okay? I'm, I'm telling you guilty as charged because that's, that's how I am. I'm up front with you. I'm not telling you anything that I'm not doing and in, in, I've never done that in this podcast. Look, we are in a day and age where people are live streaming a terrible, terrible, terrible thing that happened to them. 
and it is on social media within seconds. Forget TV. We don't get news, we don't get news from our TV anchors. There's very rare few people get news from their TV anchors. We get it through social media. There's the good and bad. That's why it's a paradox. Yeah. The bad is I don't think it's good for anybody to have such access to be able to see something so horrific and unedited, right? Because we're talking about people streaming live here. We're talking about live. And then it's recorded. And then it's sitting there on someone's page. And then it goes viral. And then you're watching it back to the hunter type. I, want, I don't want to lose focus here, but that was the setup. The, the, the push here, the punchline here is this is not good for our wirings. Trust me when I tell you, if you, if you let it spin out of control and you get too into the charged material, you're reversing a lot of the things that you've worked on. You're reversing that calm place you've gotten to. Let's say you're, you're in a great place with the transformation process. You know one of the things that you've worked on is the ability to stay calm, the ability to be mind aware, the, the ability to just be grounded for terms of a better word. Charged material like this is not what, you, what we need. So I just, I, I just had to say something about that, that portion of it. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's it's a tricky thing. So, I mean, we, we can talk a little bit about the positives of social media because it's, you know, it's easy to and I'm I'm guilty of it, too, to just say, oh, it's all bad. And it's not. I mean, part of it is this. There is an, a, an evolution of media and communication that is independent of anyone's individual will. Uh, and there is definitely uh, with social media. Uh, there's so many, it has made us more of a global community. There's no doubt about it. We are, like, when I grew up, I knew no one from any part of the world. There's just, like, other than my little, maybe uh, 25 mile radius, if that. And then there were cousins way off somewhere, you know, in the other part of the country that I'd never or rarely talk to or just talk to them on the phone. And now it's, I have friends all over the world. In fact, I interact with people as much, if not more in other places in the world than I do even people, you know, down the street, which has pluses and minus to it as well. So, um, I think social media, um, has also leveled the playing field in some ways in terms of news and in media. And that's a very good thing. Whole social movements have been created through social media. So what we're talking about here, and again, this is where there's a lot of gray area. It's so easy to get into black and white. Black and white is the, the simplest way to deal with any situation. But the reality is we're going to be engaging with social media in one way or other, unless we completely decide to unplug, and that's fine. And that's a choice that I respect, and I know people that have done it and have just completely deleted their accounts and just moved on. But maybe there's this middle ground where you can connect with uh, people who are in other parts of the world and there's you can stay connected to family members and see what's going on in their life without it becoming this oppressive addictive uh, thing that takes away from that that takes away from your life instead of contributing to your life and so I know you've gone through uh, a process of unplugging and then reconnecting. So I'm actually curious to hear you, your experience with that. Yeah, uh, this is straight up 100% true. So as a musician who was in a full-time music career, 
about and then I lose time since uh, sometimes, but I'm guessing it was about ten years ago, maybe eight to ten years ago, uh, maybe less when Facebook was 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 really new to everybody and everyone was using it. Everyone was coming off of MySpace, especially <laughs> yeah. as a musician. MySpace was kind of your promotional uh, portal. Then obviously Facebook took over, and as it did, yeah. I created a Facebook account. Uh, yeah. My manager at the time said, "You can't be an artist, a full-time artist with a record label on the road, uh, and you, you guys can't be without a Facebook." Fine, created it, did it. Um, you know, and being a full-time musician is a business too, so you have business to do. Where it got cut off for me had nothing to do necessarily with the hunter type, but I did find myself kind of just being so, just like you said, the time sucked, just being involved in it so much and the upkeep it took. Now, what started to happen was some people smartly who were using social media as, as kind of a way to run their business, to promote, to keep up to date would hire people to keep up with their Facebook. You know, I wasn't there um, in my musical career to do that. So it was all me. I cut it off because I just could not stand it. Everybody was messaging me and posting things to my wall that were like business related. Hey, can you do this gig for this much here? I just found it way too intrusive. It was just, yeah. it was breaking boundaries that I didn't feel comfortable breaking with people. I like to do business on the phone. I want to talk to a venue about the gig, the setup, the stuff we need on the phone, man. I don't, I don't, I just, and that's just a personal opinion. I'm not, I'm not being judgmental. So I cut it off. I would say right around 2009, I didn't just deactivate, I deleted. And for the last seven years, I've been at peace and out of it and done with it. I was one of those that people couldn't believe you don't have a Facebook account. I don't, it just wasn't necessary. Then came this year, late 2015, late 2016, um, you know, having been out of this world and now seeing where Facebook is now and other social media sites, let's not just say Facebook. Um, I started another little small business venture uh, involving music. And um, the one of the biggest, most common advice I was given by people who were helping me was there's no choice now. You have to have a Facebook account because part of what I'm trying to do with this is try to get people on board and there's a, uh, a Kickstarter fundraiser type uh, project that's coming up. You can't do that without reaching out to people because you're not going to be able to do that mainly walk up to people and say support this musical venture. This is how people do it. They make friends on Facebook. They get the chemistry going. They get the, the excitement going. Then boom, you tell those people I've got a Kickstarter campaign. Fine. Begrudgingly <laughs> kicking and screaming I recreated an account. It has now been about two months since I've created that account. 100% truth, it has absolutely been a detriment to me as a hunter type. It is, it has absolutely been no good to me. I'm 10 times more distracted. I am 10 times more just charged with material that I don't need to be seeing, yet it's right there, yet we all get into that click addiction. So I'll, I'll make it short for you, Michael, on your question. That's my experience, and it's not good. And one of the things I came to you off air is this is not good for a hunter type, and I, it's kind of what yeah. inspired us to be here now. Yes, exactly. And that this is this was, uh, and I think this is really important, and, and everyone is going to have their, a different experience with their social media, and uh, this may be your uh, there may be some people that don't have it as much yep. and there's and, the, and it's going to be somewhere else in their life mm -hmm. where they have that. And, and for others, it'll be like, that's their prime one. So if this is your prime challenge and uh, it, it's really the question, it comes back to 
is it a detriment? Is it taking away from your life or is it, is it contributing something to your life? Well, I think to understand that, tell us as, as you do with all the research you've done, you, you mentioned a lot of good, like scientific stuff in your book from your research. Tell us in this case, what's, what is happening so we can judge for ourselves, right? We want to leave it up to the person. What's going on in our brain with, with all this stuff in social media, what's happening? Yeah, so this is the case, and you know we've mentioned this over and over again. So it's it's pretty cut and dry. So we have, as hunter types, what makes us hunter types from my research has been primarily we have less dopamine receptors, and what that means is uh, we are that translate to us to for us being more caught by stimuli. Uh, the basically when we have more dopamine normalized in our brain, we're a little, we're less distractible. We're a little more focused. We're a little more able to, um, handle like even mundane tasks, which is you'd think more of a farmer type has a more normalized dopamine level. We don't, we have challenges with, um, we go through those spikes and things that stimulate dopamine, we gravitate gravitate towards because they, they're stimulating and it could be an experience, but it could also be like social media where it's like, oh, this is, there's something here. There's a stimuli. What's going on? Okay. I have to find out. And it could just be enough to just keep that little, that little hit that just keeps us going and keeps us engaged and keeps us engaged. And it, the key is you become unconscious. It's you're being driven by the stimuli and first instead of being driven by your intention. So and I think that's we can narrow down a lot of what we're talking about here with social media with that statement. If you're driven to social media by, okay, I want to connect with people. I want to make a communication. uh, I want to see what how this family. That's great. Like, so let's see how the family's doing back east. Okay, there's no there's no problem with that. When it turns into every two minutes, you're checking it, you're checking your notifications, you're seeing, okay, wait, oh, what happened here? And it's completely mindless, then that's when you're in the danger zone. And granted, it's not uh, destroying your life overtly because everyone else is in that thing. And, and, you know, so many other people around you are in that place. But are you, is it taking away from your life in terms of time that could have been spent enriching your life in other ways? So I think the the dopamine piece and is basically whatever the stimuli, whatever it is that draws you in, it could be a chemical as well. That's what creates that you getting caught. And there, and there it time. is. There's that stimulation again. This is something we've heard over and over in this podcast. It's this draw towards stimulation. And you mentioned earlier the addictive piece of this. We all know this. I mean, there's... There's there's therapists out there now and that this is their specialty. It's literally called, you know, online addiction. It's a thing. It's it's breaking up uh, marriages. It's affecting people and families in so many ways. But back to the hunter type, this stimulation, I think, is a key piece to just repeat. Remember that it's drawing you in. So if you find yourself kind of not being able to especially if you're like you're in my position, you're kind of new to it again. Remember, that's what it is because it's another thing. And remember, this is one thing you worked on, right? You worked on not needing, part of the transformation process was not needing that stimulation, getting that stimulation from quote unquote good things, the exercise, the meditation and grounding yourself. But this potentially, as Michael mentioned, if you're that type of hunter type where this is in, this, this kind of can, can pull you back a couple steps, it's all about that stimulation. 
Exactly. And I think there's one other key point here, and we've mentioned it before on, on the addiction podcast and other places. So one of the <clears throat> what scientists are now coming to in their studies is that um, what perpetuates addiction is stress. It's actually the, the, the chemical process of your cortisol levels going up. And so when you have stimulation or something, something like social media, they can potentially be relaxing. Where you're saying, that actually what's, that's what perpetuates the addiction. Things that, that spike your dopamine tend to lower cortisol and your brain gets into the process of, well, I can't be in a higher cortisol state for a long period of time. Stress. It's not good for the body. So I'm going to seek out and create cravings mental, physical cravings for that thing that calms us down. And so with weeks like this week where there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of things going on, it's this strange dichotomy where you're moving towards something that's creating stress, but you're also engaged in an activity that's supposed to lower that stress. And so it's this very confusing uh, experience. And But most of us, you know, pulling this last week aside, we're still like social media can be very calming and just kind of relaxing. Like you're, it's very similar to, I think sometimes watching TV where you're just flipping through and flipping through and flipping through. And it's in a sense, lowering your cortisol, but at the same time, it is keeping you engaged in something that you're not mindfully engaged in. And, and we don't have to be mindful every second of every day, but when it turns into hours and hours and hours of your week that could have mm. spent doing something else, and you have your ability to extract yourself from it. And we can say the same thing with video game addiction or internet yes. addiction. It's all in the same boat. And you know, I'm in it too. Like we're all, I'm not speaking from someone that has got all this together. I still work on this. And so we're going to go into now, I think some suggestions of what can be done. What is, how do you deal with the gray area here in a way where you can get a little bit of your control back from whatever it is, whether it's social media or something else, so that you can start finding your center again. Right. Uh, the only thing I'm, that's all really, really coming from that last point where you came from is what kind of summarized it for me. And I, and I, and I hope this light bulb went on for everybody else, which is, I, I think at first came across this conversation almost in a blameful way. Like it's social media's fault. It's Facebook's fault. Yeah. Let's turn that around now. I think this is where this conversation is gone. It's a tool like anything else. It's something that's available like anything else. I like the comparison to, hey, video games, this, that. There's a lot of stuff out there. It's how we use it. And I think a paradox within a paradox that you said, because the paradox first was the good and bad of like kind of social media. But now what you said is critical too. If it can actually help, if you use the tool in a way that it actually relaxes you because you've done your exercise, you're on your low-carb, high-protein diet, your overall pretty good place as a hunter type, if this is that thing, because we've talked about how important it is to wind down, if this is that thing that you're using in a good way to actually calm yourself, great. I was coming at it for the person that's not using the tool like that and finds himself kind of trapped in that cycle. So that's all very good. We know what the issues are. We've now described it and the experiences. Um, you've now described what's going on in the brain. Tell us now, what are some things we can possibly do if we're not using the tool, if we find ourselves, if we're conscious and aware that we're not using the tool in a good way? 
Yeah. So, and this is something I went through um, years ago with Facebook, where I found myself uh, engaging with Facebook and then uh, having something, reading something and feeling charged about it. And, and so I, I came to, I said, okay, here's what I need to do. And I was using more of my laptop then than I was using my phone now, which just takes up, you know, if the phone's there more often. Um, what I did was, you know, I took it off my bookmark bar. So I tried to create, I said, okay, you know, I basically told myself I can still engage with Facebook because I, especially when I'm performing and as a musician, it's, you got to, it's part of your connecting in, as you mentioned, you have to, like, if you're promoting a gig coming up, social media is, it's 90% of people who show up, find out about social from social media. So what I did was, and I, these, here's some suggestions that I have for other people is make the act of getting on social media, if it's becoming a challenge, give yourself some steps that you need to go through before you actually can do it. The easier it is, whether it's, so if it's on your home screen, on your phone, um, and again, it's a little harder when you've got an iPhone, like if you've got an Android phone, you can pull it off your home screen. So you got to hunt around and find it a little bit before you can get on it. Uh, creating that barrier of entry so that you can just have a little bit more mindfulness of that that second where you go, okay, wait a minute, I'm getting on social media right now. Uh, I'm be, I'm aware that I'm doing this. Is this the best time for me to do it? How long am I going to be engaged in it? To start bringing mindfulness to the process. So if you can create, a, a, if it's becoming an issue, try to find ways to to create that moment of take a breath. Okay, I'm engaging with social media. Have I been doing this obsessively now all day long? Do I need to go set the phone down? Do I need to delete the app from my phone and just get on through the web on your phone? That'll do it. You can still access Facebook, but it's going to be slower and you're going to have to do it, go through a few more steps to get to it. Maybe that's, that's an alternative. But what it boils down to is being conscious. The, whole, our whole podcast from the beginning, it's always about becoming more conscious, becoming more in the driver's seat instead of being pulled by stimuli and other things so that you can make decisions and shift patterns in your life. That's the whole podcast is about that. And so health and, and meditation and all these things that we talk about all lead back to that. It's like, how do you get back into the driver's seat in your life? So base and the other piece would be set time limits. So, you know, you, you look at the, if you're on your phone and you're going to getting on social media, look at the time, say, OK, I'm starting on social media and it's now four oh five and then look at it and then notice how long you've been on. And then again, most people go back and forth, and back and forth all day long. And so start to bring mindfulness to it. Say, OK, you know, I'm, it's OK to be on social media, but I'm going to have I, it's OK for me to do it for 10 minutes on my work break and maybe uh, half an hour when I get home. Whatever feels reasonable to you, set those. And then if you can't do it, just be mindful of that. Go, wow, I am so addicted to this that I, I've done it. I said I was going to do it twice today, and I did it like 30 times. And here's, I mean, what gets difficult is people are communicating back and forth. You're engaging in that way. So uh, the other piece I think to keep in mind with all this, it's not simple. We are living in a complex society that for hunter types, it can be maddening because we just get inside of it and it's so hard for us to get out. So as you're going through this, 
be mindful of, you know, what's working for you. Maybe you've come to it that you've got a trick that you've learned that helps you get through it. Share it. Put it on our <laughs> oddly enough, put it on our Facebook. Share it with us. <laughs> email it us. Email it to us so we can share it. Because I, this is the part. I mean, this is I why think the we're, exercises we're they're talking gonna, about. I think the exercises so they're going to have to snail mail it to us. I think if you know, if you're one, don't get on Facebook. Just write yeah. us a letter. No, <laughs> that's right. So, and, and here it is. I mean, we we are living inside the parent, and and that this is where it's not simple because we are engaging. Many of you found out about this through through social media. What the point of all this is come back to being mindful. Recognize the patterns within you using social media that are keeping you uh, from doing other things that are nourishing to you. So it's not about necessarily black or white. Okay, I'm just completely unplugging. Um, I think there's another way you can do it so that there's a little more, uh, you can have more mindfulness and you're not caught in the loop. And then for some, for some of you, and I know, because I've, I've interacted with you through email there's some of you that just say i can't do facebook it's it's too much of a t- I, it's too much of an addiction i just need to unplug then that's exactly what you need to do and there's fine and people have survived millennia without facebook <laughs> and you're going to be fine and, and i'm going to be one of those i'm going to be honest yeah. with you i'm going to give it another couple weeks um and and i'm going to try some of these strategies but to be honest with you there's a reason I cut it out seven years ago, and and all this journey now has proven is that I am most likely one of those that can't do it. Either that or I have to find somebody to manage the business portion of it for me because yeah. – and, and, and I think what, what that brings up there, Michael, is don't think of that as – Think of that as a strength. Be proud of if you're going to make that decision. I think that's one thing is, you know, there's a there's a lot of pressure in social um, uh, things we have to live up to. We don't yeah. have to. or We think we have to. You know, for the seven years I was out of it, there, there are – and I'm not kidding you. This There are people that I was very close with and we were kind of back and forth on each other's pages – in that seven years, I, I don't talk to those people anymore because they're literally like, well, you're not on Facebook, so this, that. It's that whole veil you mentioned about the social veil that you think is actually connecting and it's not. And it just turned out those were not my real friends. If the only way I know about a party or an event at your house is through Facebook and you can't, you know, if we're not close enough for you to call me or at least email me and invite and Facebook is – then it just showed me that was not people I needed in my life. No judgment on them. Much love to them and go forth. But I think it's important if you find yourself in that boat that cutting it off completely is where you're at. Think, Look at that as a positive decision. That's not a, well, I just can't hack it. I can't do it. This is a good thing. This is a good decision you've made. That's it. Um, I think some of the other pieces to discuss are uh, just – a lot of in a, something we mention a lot on on this podcast. It's not necessarily uh, okay. I have to do this, or I, I just shouldn't do this ever again. It's replacing those things that are taking our energy in a way that we don't want to ta- want them to be taken, and replacing them with other things. And I'd say for me, uh, the place that I usually go is learning. Like I really feel like that bug. Uh, not to say that I don't get sucked into social media. I like definitely have my challenges with it, but I really do engage much more of my, like I allow that broad stimuli towards learning. I really 
have trained myself to learn. And I'm very, I try to, to lead with my creativity. And so I'm constantly learning new things. And I think this is the, the, the gift of, of the internet and being able to, uh, to utilize other people's skill sets to like through YouTube or through audiobooks to, um, to enrich your learning, your ability to be a more creative person, to learn, to, to create things in the world that are nurturing to you and your family to make some money. Uh, I think that's the place to take that energy. So if you're, you're drawn towards stimulation, go back to your goals. Go back to like, you know, we've, we've done multiple podcasts now on goals. If you go back, go through the website, look through them, goal setting, use those as your, your guiding posts to say, okay, this is the direction I want to go in and replace the social media time with learning. So you can still be interacting with the internet and with learning, but you're, you're, you're not engaging in a way that's passive. You're, you're engaging in a way where you're not like, here's my goal. I want to, um, I want to learn a new instrument. Okay. Let's get online and get something that's going to fire you up. And maybe you get fired up. You hear someone playing like, okay, I want to learn. Then you seek out someone who's a teacher. You learn, like move the, the energy in that direction versus completely passive. And again, it really does social media and television watching TV seemed in some ways very similar, which is that you, it is somewhat of a passive experience unless you're constantly commenting on other things. Um, and you're, you could be replacing that time with other things. So again, come back to what are your goals? Be aware of what is, um, the time is spent on, that's spent on social media. That's not enriching your life and just start to bring mindfulness to it and try to shift that some of that time and energy and again, if you want to try it, like see if you can actually track how much time you spend on social media a week. Like just look at the hours and like, just you can look back at the, at the end of the week and go, wow, I spent, you know, seven hours on social media. Then that's an issue. You know, you can connect with friends and see what they're doing uh, and not spend seven hours a week doing it. You can be replacing that with other things. And I'd say the last thing in terms of sleep, which is, you know, we I alluded to it earlier. If you're on your phone and it's, you know, you're going towards, you know, winding down, going to sleep and your phone's by your bed and you find yourself every night being on social media uh, way into the night, then you're affecting your sleep schedule. And in, like I said before, I've, I've seen discussions where the light for emitting from the phone is telling your brain it, the sun's not down yet. You need to stay up. And so that's an issue for us hunter types because you, your sleep schedule goes off, you feel fuzzy at work and then you move to, you know, and then it's just that pattern. You get irritable, you blow up on people. So we want to break that pattern. And so just taking the phone, moving it into the other room, if you need to wind down, read a book, Put on an audiobook. Do something other than sit and stare at the screen. If you if you're someone who takes in, you know, put some music on, and again, chamomile tea, things that, that calm you down physically. Those are things that uh, if you can get into the habit of doing those, you'll get better sleep. You wake up in the morning, and then as, as you're centered, you can there, there's an easier you can engage with things and be mindful, and then unplug, and then come back and again, each person's different. So you need to find what are those things in your life, like social media that you may need to let go of completely, or more likely you need to moderate it and bring more mindfulness to it. 
That's good stuff. And in wrapping up, you know, one of the things I want to reiterate is this is a really good one. We constantly are kind of referring to how we're trying to, you know, let people know they're not alone in this uh, transformation process of being a hunter type. And, and we have built a small little community um, through the through the book and through through the podcast and through the reviews. And ironically enough, through through social media, we know you're listening and we know um, how how you're doing in the process. I'd be really curious on this one for, for those of you out there that this is ringing a bell for, for those of you out there that this is, this is really buzzing for you. And, and you realize maybe this is something you need to work on. Tell us about it. Or if you're someone that already went through this process, write to Michael, get on Facebook and tell us, um, <laughs> if you're saying <laughs> there it is again. And, and that's the irony of it. We, we've run into this two times now. There's the irony. Yeah. There's the automatic response. Send us uh, an email, send us an email, sit down and send us an email on how you got through it. If it was cutting it off, great. Let us know. But I think we, we need, we, I would love to have some data to share. Obviously we wouldn't share anything personal as far as who you are. Just, I think it's good for other people to hear your stories. And, and I know you've got a simple, simple down to earth exercise for people to take away from this podcast. Yeah, and you can email us at info at drummerandthegreatmountain.com. That's the, that's the main line. Um, yeah, so the exercise. Um, I alluded to it before. I was thinking about this before the podcast, and I think this is the exercise. This, is, this, is, this could be the exercise every single week. Um, but here's, the, here's the, the exercise for the week. Uh, be conscious that when you're on social media that you are in that moment on social media. What that mean basically what that means is I am consciously and aware in this moment that I'm on social media and I'm interacting. Just that thought. Hmm. And it it goes back to uh the Buddhist teacher Thich Nhat Hanh talks about mindful walking and mindful breathing. And he says when I'm walking when the, the his practices we're going to walk. We're, they just do walking meditation and they say I am walking and I'm aware that I am walking. And that sounds, you know, preposterous. Like, why would you even want to do that? What it's doing is it's bringing you fully into the present moment. You're aware mm. of what you're doing. So you could extrapolate that out to a thousand different things. But in this situation, our, your task for the week, if you decide to accept it, is to, as you're on social media, bring awareness to the fact, just bring that thought in. I am aware that I am doing this right now. And that little piece, it can be what can be your salvation from the addiction of social media, where you're, you're bringing consciousness and awareness to it. So it's not an unconscious behavior, but you're now, okay, I'm on social media. I'm flipping through the pages. I'm looking, oh, there's a notification. I'm aware I'm social media. I'm aware that I'm doing this. And just constantly bringing yourself back to that. So you're not stopping the behavior. You're not, you're not forcing yourself off it. You're not yelling at yourself for being on social media. You're just becoming aware of the process of it. And what I would suggest is that awareness will assist you in making shifts and adjustments that you need to make. And at the end of the week, uh, check back in with yourself and see how well you did on that. Oh, that's so good. That is so good. Thank you for, for your input on that, Michael. This was really good. It was timely. We needed to do this, and as always, it just seems like we, we picked the right topic to discuss. So, so thank you for the energy you brought today. 
Yes. And, you know, I, I appreciate we discussed this. And, and we're all again, I'm in it, too, as we're talking through this. I'm like, OK, well, I still this is still something I'm really struggling with, too. <laughs> well, look like, at look at the accidental Freudian things that came up. I mean, we're, yeah. it's, you know, so many times during this, we're talking about it. And then there was the paradox of us saying, well, reach out to us on social media. So, look, we're, we're all in it. Like you said, you know, the one thing I'd like to, to in, in closing today, just want to make one little editorial kind of piece here. I was talking with a dear friend of mine, 22 years, one of my best friends in the world. Uh, Michael got the pleasure of meeting him uh, a while back at at my birthday party here. Um, We were exchanging texts in the mid to late, late week around Thursday. Just, just the craziness, just the madness that's, that's been happening. And, you know, he could tell it was getting to me a bit more because I'm a father. I'm a father. I'm raising a child. And uh, in this in this crazy world, uh, not to say that other generations haven't t- had to do it, but this is what I'm experiencing, what I'm feeling. And where I want to relate it to the hunter type is, you know, the anxiety, the anxiety issue that that is expounded and exponential for, for hunter types if we're not careful. And one of the things that he left me a beautiful voicemail and one of the things I want to extract from that that I thought was really good advice that I want to share with fellow hunter types um, through these crazy times is that that's the whole thing is that if you're on social media, there's there's so much more, if I had to say the percentage of negativity that comes through that, the charged material. Why it's important to step away is the voicemail my friend left me, which is just remember there actually is, and I know this sounds like hyperbole, but I swear it's not because it's something I believe in and I used it to tap back in, is that there's a lot of good and Technically speaking, there's a lot more good out there than there is bad. Tap back into that. Um, Tap into people that you know bring that energy forth. If it's family, friends, find things and social activities to do with friends that make you feel grounded and whole again and make you realize there's a lot more good than bad out there and bring yourself back because when times like these are happening – being in this technological age, you're going to get a lot of the more charged material than you are the positive. So that's just my my little suggestion to our friends in the community. That's fantastic. What a great way to end. We're a small press. Please help spread the word. Reviews are really helpful. Um, you've been wonderful in giving us reviews and giving us feedback. So please continue to do so. And um, we love hearing from you. There's been um, about a bunch, five or six more reviews that recently came through on the iTunes uh, app and we really appreciate the um, fundamentally genuine uh, place you're coming from because hearing those words um, is exactly why we do what we do getting up early on a Saturday morning to, to bring this podcast to you ideas on getting the word out we're always open so please share it with Michael on where and how you think this book uh, and this podcast can help and uh, we'll leave you with um, again stay grounded stay positive connect with those that help you keep positive through tough times and as always we say please take care of yourselves and your health be well